The media industry can be a bit fickle, so to meet someone who managed to stay creative and relevant for over 30 years is quite impressive. Today's guest can tell us a lot about what it really means to work on radio and TV. I'm Erin Melinda Beaucaire, and I'm a weather specialist on The Andrew Carter Morning Show, as well as producer of Solo in the City, both on CJD 800. I'm also a community activist, and I'm very passionate about creating change, both in art and media, and also making a difference in my community. You said it great. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I had my name mispronounced, I'd be, I'd have a lot of dollars. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it's a very original name. Do you Thank know you. Uh, what the origins are? It's Spanish. My, my mother's uh, parents were from Barcelona. They were from the north of Spain. And okay. it's a Castellano. Because oh. when you speak Spanish in the north of Spain, the you teach. have to be F. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it's from the north of Spain. Right. And if you go there and you try to just speak regular Spanish, some people aren't too happy about that. They throw pile, yeah, Yes, you. I remember that. I'm joking, <laughs> they don't do that. They don't. But I remember, you know, people feeling a little bit like, oh, okay, you know. But it sounds, they sound so completely different. It's I was in different. Barcelona two years ago, and it's like, it's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Right. It's stunning, the art galleries, the food, the people, the men. The churches. Oh my God, the churches. Yes. Yeah, I remember. The men in the churches. <laughs> the men in the street, <laughs> wherever they they're are. Just, they're so distinguished <laughs> and they have such attitude. You know. It's nice. Well, you've lived other places from Montreal. So before you adopted Montreal as home, um, where, where did you live before? Well, I was a bit of a gypsy because when you work in radio, um, I work in radio currently, I work at, uh, at the CJD as a weather specialist, but mm -hmm. uh, lived all over the place, lived in Los Angeles, I, I was born in Akron, Ohio, uh, lived in Ottawa, lived in Princeton, lived in Florida for a while. I, I did uh, art history at, at Trinity in Dublin, so right. uh, travel is great because you just learn different attitudes, it takes you out of your comfort zone. You eat different foods, you fall in love with different things. Right, with different men. Yeah, with different men. <laughs> millions and millions of, no, no. Well, you've been part of Montreal's media scene ever since you moved here. And yes. it's, been, it's been a long time. I was looking at your, your bio and on LinkedIn and you've done everything. Well, in it was, media. It was funny because I had already I started working in radio when I was 15, and uh, and, and and then I left it. And I, I always wanted to get a theater degree, and I was in the states, and I came up here because theater in Canada, well, um, university in Canada at the time was just so much cheaper. It was like 25,000 in the U.S., and it was like 7,000 dollars here. So it was yeah, okay, I'm right. gonna come here, and I came to come back. And um, but I was about a year and a half into school, and I really missed radio. So I contacted, um, I think it was Ted Silver who was at. Q92, which is now the beat, and I and I did a demo and threw it in, and I just thought, well, that nothing's going to happen, and he hired me, and then after that, um, I actually had to have an operation on my feet, so I was out of work for a while, and then I threw in a, a demo to Shome, and Ian McLean hired me to come and work at Shome, and while I was at Shome, the Weather Network opened up a Montreal office, right. so I went to work there, and so and I've worked at Global, I've done CFCF, and I've done, uh, within my career too, I've gone back to the States, I've done animation, I've done commercials, 
Wow. So it's sort of a, a media potpourri, as it were, <laughs> a stew of media. And nowadays you're back on the radio. Well, I'm very excited. Uh, I had an opportunity to come back and work on the Andrew uh, Carter Morning Show as a weather specialist. And I love that because I go out every morning and I call it the Mobile Weather Center. It's a fancy name for a van. <laughs> I like to think it has like satellites, but no, it's just, <laughs> I have a Comrex unit. And so I go out and I do the weather and I get to do different community events. I, you know, I'll go to Sun Youth or I'll go to the Ukrainian Week and, you know, uh, Black History Month. So mm -hmm. I get to travel. But recently I started working with an amazing woman. Her name is Cheryl Besner. Okay. She is a love style host, a love style coach and a radio show host extraordinaire who is helping guide people through the treacherous waters of dating. And I've just recently signed on as her producer wow. and it's amazing she's she's a great partner to work with and the show is so exciting the <laughs> listeners are are just in love with the show so it's it's great. a wonderful experience are you also getting dating advice through the show <laughs> you know I, I learned a lot about dating I really did because I used to be like I don't know if you've ever seen the film the runaway bride but the runaway bride is, is Julia Roberts and she always runs away during because her problem is she always adapts herself to the person she's with and I was like that it would be like you like race car driving I love race car driving you want to go to a wrestling match oh yeah Hulk Hogan I, really? I love him he's amazing <laughs> You know, and then, and then I, I realized because she's a love style coach. Okay. She's an original. There is no other love style coach. And so I learned that you have to style your love life like you would style your wardrobe. And you have to figure out what you like. Mm -hmm. You have to figure out what you like about yourself and then what you want from that other person. So, no, I don't like wrestling anymore. And I, <laughs> I, I don't want... Well, car racing is great because it kind of comes with some pretty... Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, handsome race car drivers and stuff like that. But no, love. I, I like her whole concept of, of styling your love life because, I mean, if you're going to spend all that time figuring out how to decorate your home and how to, your clothing, your hair, why wouldn't you style your love life too? That just right. makes absolute sense. That does. So I'm discovering my love style. Hmm. So when you take on new shows or new projects, um, is it based on the topic? Like, for example, in this case, you thought, okay, this is a show about dating. I'd love to be part of that. Or is it more with the people that you're working with? Like, what inspires your commitment to the job? To, in, in broadcasting, it's always about the people. It's a, about, like, the crew. The mm -hmm. crew, it's because the crew is your family, like in radio, the, you know, your producer, your technician, family. It's about the experience. Um, since I started doing solo in the city, it's a lot about the people. The okay. people who are, you know, that, that Cheryl is coaching and the groups that we're meeting. So it's, it's, a, it's an education. You're never bored. Um, that's what I like about broadcasting. That's what I like about media. Yeah. That's what I like about it the most is that you're always learning new things. That, you know, the education comes to you. Right. And do you prefer the back end or being in front of the camera or on the radio? Well, if I had a makeup artist like I did today, <laughs> I'd be on camera all the time. I don't normally look this good. Um, but I, uh, I, to be honest, I've done a lot of on-camera work. I, I did TV series, I've done film, um, but now I love the, the behind the scenes. I love creating. I mm -hmm. love to give a show a skeleton and a body and the flesh and the makeup. It's a bit like, you know, when we talk about love styling, it's the whole form. It's about building something. Right. So right now I'm just, I'm very happy because it's, it's like empire building, you know, and right now I'm working on the solo in the city empire and it's, 
a great challenge, but uh, that's how I met you too. So, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's, it's a wonderful combination of being creative, of meeting new people and of staying young and energetic because you're fed so much excitement and newness every day. Right, uh, for me as well, like one, of, one of my favorite parts of it is that I get to meet people all the time. And even though the goal is to inspire you know, viewers, I get inspired every time I meet someone new, every time I interview someone new, uh, and I learn through them, right? So I feel like that's one of the perks of meeting all these new guests all the time. <laughs> well, let me ask you, because, you know, we're talking a bit about love style, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interview the interviewer. How would you describe your love style if I were to get you on Soul in the City? What would you say your love style what is I, like? I would say um, it's an adventure. I mean, you know, when you were talking about always uh, kind of adjusting to the person that you're dating, for me, it's... I like learning new things from the person mm -hmm. that I'm dating. So it's important for me to date smart people. Yes. <laughs> so that's my style. Instead of paying tons of money to go to school, <laughs> I date smart people. <laughs> that's very good. But that means you have to have a team or a harem. Well, I mean, luckily, luckily my husband is one of the smartest people yeah, yes, I've ever I, met. Yes, I, I met him. He was, he was uh, taping so that the show. Um, so he's fabulous. always teaching me things, even when I don't want to half the time when I don't want to. I'm always learning. So that, that's, that's been my style in terms of uh, the men that I've dated up until now. It's, they've been really smart men. Yeah, <laughs> but you must like the people too. Like when I go out and I do the live weather and I get to meet Montrealers of many different stripes and different professions and, and especially the community, the people that do the work in the communities, the Sid Stevens with the Sun Youth, the Adrian Bertovicis with Generations, the Melba Camateros with the Shield of Athena. That is one of the most outstanding things. You realize that the, the, the heart, right. I just hit my microphone, the heart that is, in my, that is in my city and that's why I love to do what I do, which is why I'm sure you love to do what you do. Definitely. Well, you've managed to be very involved with quite a few organizations. Can you tell me a little bit about the Generations Foundation? Well, Generations Foundation was founded by uh, Adrian and Nat, Natalie Bercovici, and they saw a need, I think it's over 20 years now, maybe 25 mm -hmm. years ago, that many Montreal school children went to school hungry, and this is a tragic thing in a supposedly very wealthy city. Um, and we found out, you know, through studies that children who go to school hungry, they don't pay attention. They, they right. naturally then, you know, they get in trouble more often. And feeding a child should be one of the most basic things. Right. So they're out there collecting food all the time. They not only collect food, they help kids with clothing. When they go back to school, there's you know backpacks full of uh, school supplies. They're extraordinary. They're like grandparents to 8,000 school children every day. Wow. And the other organization that I, well, I love Sid. It's hard to pick favorites, but I've been working with Shield of Athena now, which is a multicultural women's shelter that serves women and children victims of domestic abuse yeah. for, this is our 25th year this year, and Melpa Camateros and Polizonis and all the people, the women who work at this shelter are serving women. Imagine you come to this country mm -hmm. and you don't speak the language and you don't have friends and you don't have the finances. Imagine these guardian angelesses, I just right. made up that word, <laughs> who come along and they say, we're going to help you and we'll get you, get you a lawyer in your right. language Resources. and a social worker. And they're actually beginning a second stage now so that, because you can only really stay at a shelter for about three months, they're going to start a second stage now where women can transition and live there for a year so it's just it's a it's a we are this is a city of angels it right. just is 
Uh, Shilta Vithina, you've been working with them for a long time. Yes. Why is that particular organization so dear to your heart? Because it's been over 10 years? It's been 15 years 15 now. 15 years. Because growing up, I was a victim of family violence. I was okay. beaten as a child. And um, I was in an abusive relationship. I okay. was a, also a victim of domestic abuse. And mm. You know, if you a lot, it's interesting. There's a lot of judgment. You know, you hear victim blaming and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't talk about it for a long time because I felt you feel it's like your fault. You're ashamed. And ironically, I started working with the Shield about the same time I was getting out of a very bad relationship. And okay. and I saw what they did. And I saw the women that were empowered. I saw the women, you know, who looked after them and the, the complete and total nurturing. And I said, it was a healing thing for me too, because I had, I'd been to therapy, but I'd never really sort of thought about it and why it happened. And then right. when you work with women and you realize it's, it's there's a lot of, they, across the country, it's it's mm -hmm. a pandemic of domestic violence and, and, and family abuse. And, and a lot of people don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and we don't, right. and so we're talking about it right now. And this right. is awesome. We're not hiding it anymore. And you know what, when you talk about it, it becomes small. Mm -hmm. It becomes small, it becomes powerless, and it doesn't, it doesn't have any effect on you. So I'm here to empower women mm -hmm. and children with the shield to say, like, you can get out of this, you can have a great life, and it's not your fault. Right. And that's the important part, yeah. right? It's not your fault. Especially for children, they tend to think that it is. Oh yes, absolutely, and they internalize. So actually, the right. Shield has um, has an art therapy program for children, which oh, is wow. amazing and heartbreaking. And you know, it's funny. Anytime I'm looking to bring someone on board, I just have to show them, you know, one of the pictures of these children, and it's like, it's, <laughs> oh, no, but sure. it, it, it it's it's it that says more. Those pictures that those kids did, right. you know, with like the picture of the dad as the monster and them right. hiding in a corner. It says a lot. It's more powerful. You you don't even need words for that. Mm. I think it's amazing that you find the time to be involved with all these organizations and then still work on these shows and these various projects. How do you find the time to balance it all? Well, I think that when you work at what you love, both in you know the community and with your job, it doesn't become a job. It becomes fuel. Right. And it just makes you want to get out of bed every day and try something else, try something new. You know, I'm, I'm always learning something new on the job, working with the Andrew Carter Morning Show. Right. We have so many experts on the show. Working with Cheryl is is like a dream experience on Solo in the City. I mean, you, you can't ask for better. <laughs> you know, getting to... Uh, do cartoon voices. I love to do that. I just like to be someone else. Uh, you know, it's just... <laughs> I have a lot of different people in me and they all have lots of shoes. No, I just... I, en I enjoy the work. So it mm. doesn't become work. It becomes just part of my blood, my life. Right. Well, yes, it seems like it's, it's a lifestyle for you now because, I mean, for anyone to do that for as long as you have is quite impressive. I mean, uh, the media, especially being in front of the camera, people, you know, tend to feel like it's a very, sh well, not short term, but it's difficult to have a long career in that. And so, do well, you have any secrets for that? I let's mean <laughs> let's talk about the elephant in the room, and mm. that is, you know, there is in the media we talk a lot about ageism, yes. you know, and you know the the fact that that you know there there seemed to be for a while, just you know that they'd be getting rid of a lot of the older people, but right. we we've come to realize now it's not age, it's attitude. 
Oh, it's, you think so? It is. You're, it, I felt like you're giving some people a free pass <laughs> by no, saying that. But I think, I think <laughs> yes, obviously, you know, television can be an unforgiving medium, you know, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's there's Botox is... Has it's getting more and more high def. I mean, it's... <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm actually having special effects today. There's a green screen behind yeah. me and they're doing this thing. But no, I, to have a longevity in this career, you have to have enthusiasm and attitude. Okay. It's because this business, whether it's age, whether it's men or women, whether it's a change. I've, when I started in radio, it was a cave painting. And then Marconi came along and then... But no, but what it is, it's, it's you, you always learn new things. Um, I, about two years ago, I knew nothing about social media. Now I'm Snapchatting and Instagramming <laughs> and Periscoping and, you know. But once again, when you learn new things and you, and I, I find too for someone in, in my age group, right. you know, we have a lot of value because we have institutional knowledge and we right. know things so i find now it's great because i work with young people like yourself and it's a great exchange because you teach me new things and you teach me you'll teach me new things about art and fashion mm -hmm. uh industry because i know that you focus on 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 women and strong women so i'll learn that from your perspective and you'll learn from my experience but frankly i don't feel my age at all okay you know the depending on the party the night before. <laughs> but, you know, I have to say that I just, I, I, I always feel young because I always feel like there's something else to do. I think you, I think you lose, in this business, if you start to lose your enthusiasm and you right. lose your curiosity, that's when you become obsolete. Okay. You always have to be next step, next step, next step. Okay, so it's more I'll an, be around like when I'm 100. We'll be having this conversation <laughs> from behind my walker. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Why not? You'll have a new perspective. Then. Oh, my walker is going to be like blinged out. I'm telling you, going to be like diamonds on it. So that's uh, it's interesting because I have to admit that's the first time that I hear that that it's not so much about the age, that it's more about the attitude. So with the right attitude, one can have a longer career. Absolutely. You know, I, one of my favorite uh, poets, Maya Angelou, uh, once said, "If you don't want to be a doormat, get your." rear up off the floor and a lot of people it's an industry where you can be bullied because it's very very competitive it's right. like swimming with the sharks very competitive so you have to have i think it's a combination of having a strong attitude knowing who you are it's a bit like actually cheryl's been teaching me not only how to style my love life but also this you you style your career right that's, a, that's another thing for Cheryl to do now, styling the career. But you, you style your to, life. I need to get Cheryl to coach me. <laughs> she, no, it's, she's, a, she's a very, uh, Cheryl Besner, is, she has a good attitude. And that's it. You, you've got to learn how to style yourself and reinvent yourself. Right. And always have the attitude like anything else in life. You know, you can, there, you know, you go to family reunions and there's, there's some people who kind of sit in the corner like Wallflowers. that. And then, then there's people like me. It's like, I own this room. That pumpkin pie is mine. <laughs> You know, you have to own it. You always have to own it. Never bully, but mm -hmm. always be there. And yep, I'm a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you have to be, you have to, you always have to be a force. Right. Be a, be a hurricane. Be nice a hurricane. little category for. I don't like that. Yeah. Be a hurricane. I feel like that should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for the advice. I appreciate it. And, and thank you for having me on this. I love this sofa. This oh, Victorian couch. This is yes. this is great. And and thank you for what you're doing oh, for you. you know the women 
in the city and, and for anybody who watches this online because it is, you know, it's funny. It's, people think, oh, everything's fine for women now. A lot of the world, it's not no, fine. If exactly. you, we won't. Still we're not going to pick work. on places, but you know what you're doing is empowering women, and I feel more powerful sitting here with you today. <laughs> I certainly do. Well, thank you so much, and thank you to you guys for watching another episode of Couch Talk. See you next time. Wish to see you, wish to see you, and may all the colors. Wish to see you, wish to see you, and may all the colors.